Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. See the story about Channing Tatum, the actor, famous good-looking guy who's a manly kind of man, but now he's wearing nail polish and tutus. Yes, well, he is a dad. <laughs> because he's a girl dad. Yes, and uh, have you been this way, Greg? Have you worn the tutu? I don't think I wore the tutu. I've worn some ridiculous things in my house to make my daughter happy, though. I understand that. Okay, okay. For sure. Yeah, like what? Uh, well, she's got all kinds of little costumey uh-huh. things, and she'd like putting silly glasses on me. or Yeah, like um, a princess, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, the tiara <laughs> and oh, all yeah. that stuff. Oh, yes, you know? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> things you never thought that you would do. Yeah. As a parent, like you just didn't visualize that part of it, didn't right? Didn't see it coming. You know, maybe you thought you were going to have a son and be like throwing the baseball. And that didn't happen. Well, you know what? My daughter likes throwing the baseball sometimes. Oh, that's good. And the football. That's good. See. And we play some basketball too. That's good. Yeah. That's all good news. I love but that. I'll tell you, I never thought I'd go thrifting. That is not my jam, but she loves it. And I love the way she loves it and love being around her when she's doing it because she's so thoughtful about it. Like, yes. She'll pick up a couple things, she'll weigh the different options, and she'll talk through it, and then she'll... I love that she'll put things back. Oh, that's the of course, favorite. I don't want to take anybody else's yes. junk home. No. But, you know, <laughs> I want her Is to get there on her own. Is it usually clothes she's getting? Sometimes it's clothes. Sometimes it's little, like, houseware type things. Really? She, she likes designing her room a certain way. And oh, my god! There are all these YouTube channels dedicated to, like, thrifting it and repurposing. A, a lot of... Yes, that's yes. right. Do you know what I'm saying? It sure does. I would say as a parent, like I never thought I would be saying so many words that used to make me uncomfortable Oh, so freely. Oh. Like body parts. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, we can't be naked. Da, da, da. Right. Hey, can, <laughs> you don't need to put, cover up your. You know, my, my little boy like ran outside and he wanted to play on the jungle gym. Well, he had no clothes on. Uh-huh. And like everything's just free at three years old. <laughs> I'm like, ah, watch out. You don't want to cut the uh-huh. off okay. on the rope uh, from oh, the geez. swing. I mean, I, it just comes out so, so easily. <laughs> <laughs> you never imagined that in your life. No, no. Uh, 520-775-0949. Before you were a parent, life was different. What What did you not see coming? never thought I would use profanity when I was talking to him in anger, but yet sometimes it came out. I've had to train myself to use words like Milli Vanilli or something like that, you know? <laughs> you know? Oh, instead of... How could you how could you Milly Vanilli do that? <laughs> you know, all the way down to where you stump your toe, you know, you like yeah. hit your toe on something oh you're gosh. like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers that hurt. <laughs> So. I like a good alternate. That, that's helpful, actually. It really is. Yeah, and just that's, throw in any pop band name and you're good to go. That's when you and I could actually manage. Like, we can actually yeah. pull that one off. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> think about being a kid. Yeah. Okay, and how freeing it is and what you think adulthood is going to be. Yeah, I mean, you're so excited. Don't you remember, like, trying to hurry up and grow up so that you wouldn't have to worry about homework? Right. <laughs> if <And> then, only <laughs> and then you you wake up as an adult and you're like why didn't they tell me why didn't they prepare me for bills why didn't they tell me that we were going to have to work all summer now see i would have taken back the homework <laughs> if i could have my whole summer off the adult problem nobody prepared you for and there are a lot of them yeah. like 
you know, you, you think about going to work and having your own cool condo or whatever in the city, and then you realize you have to pay for it. <laughs> like, what is with that? That's true. How about the fact that, like, when you're a kid, holidays are awesome, but they get harder and harder as as you grow up. You know what I mean? Because as an adult, that means you have to do all the shopping and all of oh. the cooking and cleaning and all, of, and all of the hosting of the family and the everything. The family right? drama. I mean, yeah. I think about like like once all my brother-in-laws got divorced on my, my husband's side, no one lent a hand. Oh. Because I guess they just left it to the women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why those dudes all got divorced. <laughs> and nobody told me that this is how it's going to be. This is adulthood? No, my grandma made the matzo ball soup. Yeah. I'm not making it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and when you're a kid, uh-huh. somebody else decides all of your meals for you. You never really have to think about it. You might not like what they prepare. Yeah. But again, you don't have to shop and prepare and think and plan and all that stuff. When you're a kid, you just show up to dinner. Yeah. You know, I'm worst mom of the year. Yesterday, I'm like cereal for dinner. It was one of those nights. <laughs> the kids <laughs> love pouring that. the ball. I'm like nobody judged. Nobody. Did. <laughs> it was really like if they didn't, if I didn't tell them, they wouldn't have ate. They would have just kept. You oh, know, exactly. Like kept going. See, that's on mom. Mom's yeah. always figuring that out for everybody. Yeah, I yeah. Know. When uh, they just don't prepare you. As a kid, for so many of these things. But how could they? You know, if, if we started putting all of that on kids, they'd be like, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm out of here. My this d- sounds terrible. My daughter is having that moment, and I don't know if your daughter's going through this, where she realizes that you're going to be older. You're going to have to, like, survive on your own. And she is in, like, a mini freak out. Like, I don't want to grow up. Why are you putting that on her at nine and a half years old? Well, I didn't. She's recognizing it. There was like some, you know, she saw my house payment and she's like, mom, (laughs) mom. (laughs) She got anxiety from that. How am I going to do that? (laughs) Oh, don't worry, honey. It'll be a lot more expensive when you're a grown up. (laughs) Uh. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Time for our weekly, if they only had a brain file, three true dumb criminal stories. See which one you think is this week's biggest loser. Story number one, a 32-year-old man who was fired from a Walmart in Concord, uh, North Carolina last week was so mad that he went and drove his car straight through the front doors of the store and then kept going through the aisles, back and forth, all around the inside of the Walmart. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but anyone who's ever been inside a Walmart knows... Those places are packed full of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Was it one of those little two, you know, seat cars? It was a four-door. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He trashed the place. Now Uh he's facing a ton of felony charges. Yeah, yeah. But they don't need an exit interview. I think think they know how he feels about the place. Yeah, yeah. Story number two, a 34-year-old woman in Winter Haven, Florida, took a brand-new Chevy Equinox out for a solo test drive Monday night. And after about two hours... Salespeople at the dealership figured out she wasn't coming back. No. But she made one mistake. She stole a car with OnStar. Oh, yes. Which is tracked by satellite. Oh, okay. (laughs) So cops found her immediately. Didn't have to worry about all that technology in my 94 Dodge Neon. Nope. No. Straight out of low tech. (laughs) (laughs) Story number three. A 41-year-old guy in Spartanburg, South Carolina, was busted walking down the street naked at 1 o'clock in the morning last Thursday. He told police he was doing the, quote, 
Walk of shame. Because he had cheated on his wife, and this was his way of trying to make things right. He also admitted he'd done a little meth before he'd left the house. And then he tried to run away, but the cops chased him down, arrested him for indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, drug possession, and resisting police. Oh, she found a winner. Yeah, not you know to mention I mean? the cheating on his wife, which yeah. started that whole mess. Exactly. Cheat today, end up naked and on meth tomorrow. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Okay, who is this week's biggest loser? Is it story number one, disgruntled demolition derby? Story number two, on star, off to jail? Or story number three, the shame game. I mean, you know, seeing a little cozy coop drive through Walmart. <laughs> it's kind of between that and the big loser uh, number oh, three. Yeah. So I think I have to go number three, the number naked dude. Naked dude. Yes. Doing the walk of shame. <laughs> okay. If he only had, had a, a brain. brain. This is the, maybe one of the more awkward stories you'll hear us talk about. And I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. It does. Well, yeah. imagine, Greg, if I went home. And I had a baby. <laughs> and, and my husband's looking at that baby months later, and he's like, man, this baby doesn't look like me. Who does this baby look like? <laughs> you know? This is why it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> there's, then, there's a story on Reddit uh-huh. today about a man who's worried that his wife's work husband is the father of their newborn. And you are always calling me your work husband well, and your husband, your husband, husband. I know. And, and this is why it makes me uncomfortable. Sometimes I even mess up your names. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong going on here. Yes. You're not, we're not even in the same room No, together. we're in separate rooms and we're both married to other wonderful people. That's correct. You know what I mean? So, but it, it's an awkward situation. And can you imagine like having a baby, just having this gut feeling like this isn't my kid. Prince Harry, and um, <laughs> and and Ben seen it, and and so this man, he has light fair skin, little squinty blue eyes, light hair. His whole family does. His wife has red hair, light skin, and blue eyes. Blue eyes. This baby has big brown eyes and olive skin. And olive skin, <laughs> and he's like. This just seems off. And so he's asking his wife to get a paternity test. And she's like, how dare you? Yeah. You think I would cheat on you? Which I understand her feeling too, right? If she hasn't done anything wrong. I mean, imagine that. Imagine you and Matt are having a baby. The baby comes out and he goes, that's not my kid. And you go, it absolutely is. Yes. What are you saying? You know what I mean? Like that'd be really uncomfortable. I mean... Right. I'm just thinking, like, who's that baby coming out looking like? I mean, Greg, your baby. Yeah. Little sweet Maddie. Yes. She comes out. She's not looking like you. Is she looking well, like Kim's I'll work husband? Be... <laughs> well, now you got me wondering. I know. No, I'll be honest with you. Our daughter has blonde hair and blue eyes. My wife and I both have, well, when I had hair, it was brown, right? I have brown hair and hazel eyes. She has brown hair, brown eyes. My, our daughter has blonde hair, blue eyes, but there are other members of our family back yeah. a ways that do. My, my dad has blue eyes. But my I, wife's brothers have blonde hair. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that. <laughs> Don't you start trying to stir, uh, I would say I would, I would try to stir something up if your daughter didn't look just like you. 
You think she does? I do. See, I, 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 do. I don't really see that. I do see but that. But I'll take that as a compliment. I mean, until I, I saw awesome. this this last picture of her holding your sweet little nephew, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks like your wife. Yeah, see? You know what I mean? But there's no doubt it's our kiddo. Yes. Right. Yes. But when the child looks nothing like either of you. Yeah. But it does look like the work husband. Now you understand where the problem is. I think that's just kind of funny. Now, he did say that, it's funny? that one of his friends did say, hey, listen, I'd watch... Watch her and the work husband. You know what I mean? And so he already had this kind of thought. So I don't know if he's paranoid. And uh, he, she, won't get the, she won't get the paternity test. She absolutely said no way. Well, now other people on Reddit were saying you can do that without asking her, without her permission. So what? Then you test the baby somehow? I mean. Oh, you steal one of his, you know, her hairs while do? she's sleeping. You well, like, that's my question. Her mouth is open. You like swipe her Grab mouth. some saliva. <laughs> I mean, babies are drooling all the time anyway. That's true. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't see this ending well either way. Either you prove that nothing happened and your wife is still miserable because you've accused her of doing something she hasn't done. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's just awkward. I feel awkward talking about it, but this is the thing. You love this stuff. Don't have an affair with your work spouse. Thank you very much. don't do that. Like, it will be really bad in all areas of your life. Yeah, like, you can't go into work. You can't go home. It's just, don't do it. And so many people do. I I know, I know. Do you know anybody who's who's gone through anything like that? Um, I've seen it. I've had my uh, I've had my suspicions because uh, there were rumors going around, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, but there was never any confirmation about it. Because um, there was I worked at a while back. A guy started having a having an affair with a girl that worked there, and then she come up pregnant, and then she didn't know if it was his or the husband. <gasps> oh. See, it's and a real he was thing. Also married. Oh, no. Gosh. Oh. So, and uh, so she quit shortly thereafter, and we never got to see the see the outcome of that. Well, we're going to put you on hold there. You can give uh, the names to Mayor. She'll... I'll, I'll find out everything. I'll find She'll out how much, it, yeah. how much they paid for their house Jeez. when they got their divorces. Oh, my gosh. You're such a stalker. Gotta be right now. Two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Tell us what's going on with you right now. Kelly got a new job. How's that working out? It's good. It's totally, it's the same, but it's totally different. Right. And I'm really enjoying it. I don't think there's as many whiners. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's an upgrade. <laughs> that's an upgrade right there. Yeah. Of course, you know, people are probably on their best behavior around you right now. Wait till you get to know them a little bit. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, if you can make it through the first week with nobody coming up to you and, like, fully whining and telling you all the bad things, then it's probably a good job. That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's that first week when everyone's telling you their grievances, you're like, oh, get me out of here. Right. So... Already in the first week, this yeah. bad news. <laughs> Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Okay, I got so many of them, Greg. I don't even know where to start. Let's start with this. Give yourself permission to live a big life. Step into who you were meant to be. Stop playing small. You're meant for greater things. And I like that one because I think so many people just think, well, who am I? Why should I have more? I can't do this. I can't do that. I didn't get this in my life, so I'll never get there. Oh, man, the ceiling we put on ourselves. So real. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel that way? Say that one more time. Okay, you ready for it? 
I feel like this is a really good one. I don't know. Give yourself permission to live a big life. Permission. It's okay. Step into what you were meant to be. Stop playing small. You were meant for greater things. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're just kind of holding yourself back. I, I do that all the time. That. Yeah. Uh, and this is the other one that just reminded me of some people in my life. Some people cross your path and will change your whole direction. Sometimes it's for the good. Sometimes it's for the bad. But the bad usually turns into good until later, later in life once you recognize. But do you ever have somebody step into your life and just... I don't know. You haven't, huh? I, I don't know. Uh-oh, that means it's coming. <laughs> Who's that person going to be? <laughs> Is it going to be good or bad? Oh, well, You're I, freaking me out. Hopefully it's going to be a good thing. Are you going to read my palm next? I will. I will. What's your crystal ball say? It. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a daily intention to start your day in a positive way here on 94.9 Mix FM. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. It's Greg and Mayor. What's your name? Laura. Laura, you want to play the game? I do. Here we go. Question number one. The danger in letting your dog stay with other people is sometimes they like those other people better than they do you. And that's what happened to the actress who played Lorelai on the TV show Gilmore Girls. Her rescue pup is now living on a ranch with someone else after crying incessantly to go back and play with another dog who lives there. Which actress will always be known as the mom from Gilmore Girls? Lauren Graham. Yes, she was also in Bad Santa. <laughs> and, and she's in the new Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus. You're right. So good. She, it, it, it is good? Oh my gosh, I love so the movies. Good. Okay, I'm going right. to watch it. Good tip. Question number two 67% of Americans say they'd be willing to wait a little longer for at home delivery if it meant workers were treated better. Which online retailer now might have to push back its delivery times to keep customers and workers happy? Amazon? Yes! Amazon is correct. Two for two! And two out of three people said they'd be willing to wait longer for their Amazon deliveries if it meant the workers were treated better. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's awesome. And question number three. Imagine you're standing at the counter of a jewelry store and a gigantic man walks up and pays for your fiancé's engagement ring. That's what happened to a guy at a Zale store in Atlanta, this gentleman walked up and took care of the bill. He was saying, hey, how much do I owe to pay off my ring? It was just, and I was like, my man, I'm, I'm, how much is the ring? I'm into making people happy. So whenever I leave the house, I just try to do a, a good deed. He's trying to do good deeds. He said the guy didn't want to accept it at first, but he was able to talk him into it. Which former NBA star likes surprising people that way? That has to be Shaq. That is Shaq. Man, Shaq just Woo! sounds like a giant. Yeah, know. You know what I mean? He's got that big husky uh, voice. I know. <laughs> big man, big feet, hope, big voice. I hope he upgraded the ring, though. Let's be real. <laughs> well, Laura, you did it. Way to go. Thank you. Great job. What is middle age? Like Older what, than us. What number is it? <laughs> Older than you. I always thought that they considered it like 40 or something. The new middle age is 47. Well, you figure, what is that? Where does that put you in terms of if that's the halfway point? Isn't that like 90, 94 years old? 94. That's pretty good. I'll take it. I mean, Prince Philip made it to 99. Yeah, he did. In case you did. haven't heard, he passed away. Oh, Prince 99 Philip. 99 years old. Queen Elizabeth's husband. We're following that story. But yeah, 94 years old would be like the average. I was happy to that's see mid- good. middle age has been bumped up. Yeah. Makes us all younger <laughs> than we thought we were. And not that you are that yet. You certainly are very young and youthful vibrant. But if there was a sign that made you think, oh, maybe it's coming, what what does that look like? 
I would say that I used to be able to be up all night and then come into the morning show and be on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we'd and have now, these club remotes where we'd be out at a club and on the microphone and like dancing and everything else. Uh, yeah, now I need like nine hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Or 12, you know. When I'm standing, like, at the back of the room and there's uh-huh. a graphic on the TV or something and my wife will say, why are you squinting? I'll say, I'm not squinting. I'm just focusing. But I noticed that helps me see it a little bit clearer. Yeah. So. Oh, no. I feel like You're my, a squinter. I feel like my eyesight's changing a little yeah, bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you probably are avoiding getting glasses and you need them. I don't need glasses. Uh, yes. No, I don't. <laughs> Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. This is what we want to know this morning. What was that thing that made you kind of go, "Oh, is this? Am I getting into middle age territory?" Now? I know. I mean, you know, there's so many things. Doing a cartwheel. Yeah. You like pull your hip. That happened. Owie. Owie. <laughs> that happened. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. What was it, Laura? Oh, when you wake up sore just from sleeping. Oh, you know, it was a rough night. (laughs) How did I hurt myself? I was asleep. Right. (laughs) We'd love to hear from you, too. Starting to feel a little middle age. I mean, you're not. Clearly, you're way too young for that. Yeah, but at least the the middle age has, like, been... Bumped up a little bit. Yeah, to 47. For me, Greg... uh, Emily in Paris. How do you say that show? Emily in Paris. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily a pain that happened, but it was a pain in my heart that made me realize I can't just go to Paris and live and just date randoms You've anymore. Got responsibilities <laughs> now. So I'm no longer. You're a wife. You're a mother. Yeah. I've also like threw my back out sleeping too, <laughs> to the like point. The last woman. Yeah, I couldn't get out of bed. My my husband had to bring me a bucket. I mean, talk about just. Oh man. No modesty left I, I'm, in I'm not the 20 house. anymore. Yeah, no <laughs> How about you, Christine? What was that moment made you go like, uh oh, what's happening here? Yeah, muscle disorder in my bottom called piriformis syndrome, where I have a literal pain in my butt. You're, wait, but you have a I pain think- in your butt? <laughs> I have a literal pain in my butt where my sciatic nerve kind of passes through a particular muscle and it tightened up. Does it ever Um, go away? Physical therapy? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm 53 and I won't be middle-aged until I'm 56. Yeah, at least. My grandmother lived to be 112 years old. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I hope I'm genetically related to you somehow because I want to be that old. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yes. You want that pain in the butt too. Is that what I'm hearing? I think I had that when I went sprinting (laughs) against my nine-year-old daughter. It was like nine months of this pain. Anytime I sat down, I'm like, oh! So I guess I'm not, you know, I still think, though, like I am in my 20s. Okay, well, 30s. When are you going to start telling the truth? Uh, If you speak it, it'll happen. Yeah, you'll go backwards. That's right. Uh, John, how about you? There was a moment that you realized I'm not as young as I used to be. Yeah, the the one thing that made me realize I was middle-aged when I couldn't beat my son at basketball anymore. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. a harsh reality that yeah. sets in, isn't yeah. it? Oh, man. Yeah. My little one, he likes to, like, yeah. run off. And it's not in good places, like parking lots and stuff. And right. so I start right. to run after him, and he's so fast. He's three, and I'm like, You're oh. sprinting, and you can't keep up. <laughs> what was that? 
I, I saw a meme one time that said, um, they say that a cheetah is the fastest land animal on Earth. It said, I disagree. The fastest land animal on Earth is a toddler with something in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Whole enchilada time. These are the stories you may not have known you needed, but this is the big one today. Yeah. Prince Philip, husband of Queen Elizabeth. He died at 99 years old. Yeah. Yeah, so sad. I think a lot of people knew that this would be coming at some point. He'd been unwell for quite a while, was hospitalized in February, but still. I thought he pulled through, though. You know, he he was a guy who pulled through a lot of times. Yes. So it's never over until it's over, but today it is. So I sent you the exact statement that the royals, you know, put out there all over social media. And since I can't do an English accent, I thought you could read it. Oh, no. Do you think that's, I mean, is that respectful? I, I, th- I think so. I feel like it's more royal when you do it, so. Okay, I'm, I'm intending respect. Okay, Let's, let's okay. be clear, unless I mess it up. <laughs> it is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness, the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course. I mean, they've been married for so long. Well, and one of the things that I was remembering this morning is, you know, she's been queen for so long. Yeah. He's really the last thing in her life that preceded being queen. In other words, yeah, they were together and had a normal life, quote unquote, before she had to take on all of that responsibility right, at a very young age. Right before. Yeah. 74 years they've been married. That's incredible. Or 73, 74, depending on the month when it hit. But that's insane. That's incredible. Oh, I just feel so. I mean, can you imagine being her, the person that you spent your whole life with? Love him, hate him. Again, we've seen the crown. <laughs> I think he had good and bad like we all do. Yeah, right? yeah. Nobody's I, perfect. Exactly. But he was somebody that she certainly could you know, count on as a confidant. And in that life, you don't get many of those. Well, I hope that Prince Harry had some good final words with his grandfather. You know, they kind of left with some drama going on there. And, and, you know, thinking of the royal family. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, 732. Here's one other story. It's a good news story we want to share with you this morning. A nine-year-old girl didn't like that her 25-year-old big sister was feeling kind of down on herself, not giving herself much credit. Not real optimistic about the future. So she gave her the kind of pep talk you see in a movie. This is a nine-year-old girl. Listen to what she said here. It's not going to help. Okay? Let's stop if me. you want to do something, you do it. If you want to go to a bar, go to it. If no, you want to go to Everspace, you go to Everspace. Yeah. Okay? okay? If you want that dream job, you get that dream job. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay? I love you that. It, you go get it. Kids know. They just know. Yes. Fearless. Yes. They're not going to get in their own way. They're, they're not talking themselves out of anything. <laughs> you want to go to the bar? You go to the bar. You go. You, you want to go to outer space? You do it. You know it. what, though? They're right. You only live once. Absolutely. You know? Get it done. We all need a pep talk every now and then. Uh-huh. Do not let this happen at home, but there was a little boy in Minnesota, just outside of Minneapolis, St. Paul, who needed some Cheerios for breakfast. There were no Cheerios in the house. Yeah, yeah. So the night before, knowing... He's got the Cheerio craving. He's going to need those in the morning. Mom and dad have gone to bed. He takes the keys, 
10 years old, gets in the car <laughs> to go to the grocery store to get the Cheerio. Mm, uh-oh. Have you ever taken an against-the-law kind of little joy ride like this young man did? He ended up wrecking, by the way. He's going to yeah. be okay. 50 miles per hour, didn't yeah, you do? I mean, yeah. you know, that does, not good. this is why you don't do this at home. If That's you right. are a kid, do not do this. Don't steal the keys. You know, I always was a good kid. Like, I was warning my bad neighbors, like, don't do that. We're going to get in trouble. Oh, the bad neighbors, yeah. man. <laughs> no, they were. And uh, my, my brother had this car that, like, hardly worked. You know, he'd work on it, like, and try to make it good and it was in our driveway at all times and we would sit and talk on the cb radio like and play the radio just me and my neighbor we'd take the keys and just sit in it but we were like i don't know 11 12 years old Uh uh, because we were middle school i was in sixth grade and um she decided one day to take the keys and she started reversing down the driveway and then going up the driveway and i'm like stop andrea don't do that we're gonna get in trouble (laughs) and she's like she looks at me and she just peels out no drives down the block, another few blocks, all the way to our middle school where they're posting signs of the teachers you'll get for the next school year. They do it the week before. And as we're driving, we see about 12 people we went to school with on their bicycles. And my neighbor is like giving them the bird, like honking. And we're driving. (laughs) Two sixth graders. It was so bad. In the car. I mean, literally. Like 12 she, years old. She was older. She was seventh grade. Yes. Oh, seventh grade. But still. Okay, so she was 13 I mean, years old. She could have killed us. Driving and your I'm brother's like, car. Stop it. Stop. And the worst part is that we were in this car my brother bought from his friend. Well, we're going by this one street and there was a car at the stop sign. It was him. So we both ducked down. So she's driving and we both ducked down. So now so neither were, of you are looking at the road. Oh, it was so bad. So did Greg. you make it back home? We made it back. And I'm like, you can never do that again. I told my mom because I I was so freaked out. What mom do? And I'm sure she talked to the neighbor's mom and they're probably like, whatever. They had like five girls and they were done. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it was one of those. She was the baby of the family, yes, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. not the oldest. Okay. <laughs> uh, this has happened to you too, Brenda. What happened? I was 15 and I snuck out my dad's car for the very first time. Did not even know how to drive. I like barely made it to my friend's house <gasps> to let her drive. We got lost like from Red Rock to where I live to somewhere, Picacho. <laughs> I don't know. It was like an hour away before we got home. Oh, oh no. No driver's license. I got home, it was daylight, and I thought my dad had to go to work that day. And I was panicking. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to wake up in an hour and feel his car warm. So you were out like home. all night. <laughs> all night. Oh, my gosh. I found out my dad did not have to work that day, so he didn't get up until like 10. So I was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckiest night of your life. Wow. Didn't even know how to drive. They're out all night. They end up in Picacho. That's I mean, ridiculous. It's amazing that we all survive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know I mean, now you can't like let a kid go to the park by themselves. It's really a different world. And the influence of the bad friends. It's They're, like, you're a good kid, and the next thing you know, you're like, what is happening? That How is, am I that's in this scenario? What it is. They're biffs. Yeah, yeah. Bad influence friends. That's my right. husband, had, I made him get rid of them all. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun you are. Well, I said, it's them or me. You, it's fine. Just go be with them. And he's like, no. So he kicked them to the curb for you. That's how much that man loves you. Uh-huh. I'm going to play you a clip that was really impactful of this week's uh, This Is Us episode. If you haven't seen this, Holy and moly. if you are adopted or have adopted a child, 
This was my worst fear, okay? I used to imagine Rita Moreno was my mom. This is a woman at a group, support group, talking about life as an adopted person. <laughs> She's so funny. I thought we must be related. Of course, when I actually met my birth mother, she was nothing like Rita. We didn't have anything in common. Lately, I've been letting myself feel something I think I've known deep down for my entire life. I wish I'd never been adopted. I made the mistake of telling my adopted family how I've been feeling. I said, I love you, but I wish I never knew you. Because if I could go back in time and choose, I'd choose to stay with my bipolar birth mom. Wow. I mean, that stings. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, so Randall's adopted. He's trying to figure out, like, some things that have bothered him his whole life. So he's in this whole pro- process of figuring himself out right now. And so if you don't watch the show, that's what's happening. Yeah, but this idea that you would rather, that somebody who's adopted might rather go back to a dysfunctional situation than to have grown up in a loving situation, that that's hard for those of us who haven't experienced it to relate to. Yeah, I don't necessarily understand, but I do understand that, like, you know, what that what that must be like to not know who your birth mother and birth father are. Yeah. And how, you know, how that might really just you feel disconnected some way or in this other family and, you know, and you love them and they watch out for you and they take care of you, but you still don't know fully who you are. And, and I, you know, I do have an adopted boy. And so I, 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 I worry about this and I'm sure there'll be some of this, you know, and all you can do is try to help walk them through it, I guess, you know. Do you think that's an innate thing in human beings that we just have to know where we come from? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because you see some adopted kids who love their families. Yeah. And they don't care. They don't want. We have somebody here in the building. He doesn't care who his adoptive, I mean, his his biological parents are. He has no need or no want to find them. Right. You know what I mean? And yet I've also known, I worked with a woman uh, back east who, you know, she spent a long time trying to figure that out, who her real mom and dad were. Yes. And she grew up in a very loving home. Like, she's constantly posting pictures of her and her mom because she loves her her adoptive mother, like, to no end. And she still had this need to go yeah. meet these people. Yeah. And she did. And when she came back from taking that trip, I said, how was it? She goes, I'm so lucky that I didn't live in that, that I got the mom I got who loves me. Yeah, yeah. Right. She went and found these people and it was not what she had hoped it would be. Yes. Well, and you know that uh, we adopted through foster care and foster care. You want the kids to get back with their parents. You want the parents to be able to do the work, to be able to to have that, because that probably is the best thing for them yeah. if they could get there. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, like the ones that can't, it's because the situation's not safe for these kids. You know what I mean? So it really is a hard thing. And, and I don't know if maybe you're driving and you've been adopted and, you know, how did it work out? I'd just be curious to know. Like you're a grown up now. You're a grown up because one thing I could say is like, you know, I posted the picture um, with, on adoption day, which was in February for us. It was a very exciting, emotionally exhausting day. You know, at the same point, I know there are biological parents who are really sad. You know what I mean? That they've lost their child. But one thing on this picture, I can't believe how many people 
I didn't realize that I know who have been adopted and, you know, they're adults and they're doing amazing. So it was really encouraging. I was like, what? He was, she was like all these people I didn't know. Right. So. Right. right. Wow. Yeah. Just this idea of going back to something that might not be good for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've done that with boyfriends, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Ben's Bell's time. This is our favorite little kindness moment of the week here. Our belly is Desiree Guerrero. She was nominated for some recognition for being kind, doing good stuff by Joey Soto. Uh, he says she's the person who started the South Tucson Community Outreach Group. She's the most selfless and kind, he puts in all capital letters, kind person I've ever met. She saw a need when this pandemic thing got going and people were having trouble getting out of their houses, having trouble finding PPE, having trouble getting to the grocery store, all that stuff. So she started this, this aid group to just jump in and help people out. And so she's been delivering food and PPE to residents of South Tucson and the South Side, uh, this whole time. That's awesome. Joey says, quote, the way she lights up when she's helping others is inspiring. That's so cool. Desiree is one of those people who knows that giving and helping feels awesome. It just does. I mean, when you get that inclination to try to help somebody, you know, and then you're like, oh, I can't do that. I don't know how I can make that happen. You can. You know, you just got to figure out the way. I'm too intimidated to think of starting an entire group on my own. But I love that there are other people who ha- already have. Because then once you know they exist, if you want to help, yeah. then you just go help them. You just them. go help those groups. Help others. And yeah. that feels good. Put it out there. People are going to want to help you. But, I, you know, it's really encouraging. There's a bunch of young people doing amazing things, helping others, yeah. thinking that way. Yeah. There's still a chance for this world. Absolutely right. <laughs> yes. Without a doubt. We'll go commercial free coming up next. If you want to nominate somebody for a Ben's Bells belly recognition right here on the radio and in the newspaper all across the web, we'd love to hear about that person. Nominate them. Through our website, that's mixfm.com. Just click on the Greg and Mare page. Morning Greg, Greg and Mare. And Mare. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.